It's time for America's most unique motorsports show, Mostly Motorsports with the Racing Boys, brought to you by Rod and Supply and the Power Eye Midwest Lightning Sprints. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Mostly Motorsports. It's all brought to you by Rod and Supply, featuring the Power Eye Midwest Lightning Sprints. We got a great show lined up for you today, folks. Ayrton Jeniton is going to join us here on the show. He picked up a win at Lake Ozark Speedway, and he picked up $10,000 last night at Hussets. Kirk, that was a big win for him last night, wasn't it? Uh, absolutely, and you talk about Houston Speedway. Big week up there with the High Bank Nationals coming up starting on Wednesday night. I'm, to, I'm going to PA. Yeah, so you're going to be out there. I'm going to run up to uh, Houston's on Saturday night. Looking forward to that. Right. You're going to be out in PA. So uh, we're going to be at a uh, couple of different places watching some good sprint car action. Man, I, I cannot wait to get out there and see the people that listen into this show. Um, there's so many great people that listen to our show out there in, in Pennsylvania, and I'm, I'm so looking forward to seeing all of them out there. Can't wait to get out there, Kirk. I'm looking forward to it. Um, you're, you're going to go up on Saturday, right? Up to the, uh, Hussets. Yeah, I'll be here for, uh, the Saturday morning show and we'll be watching all of the activity Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And John Lee and I are going to head up the road right after the show on Saturday. And five and a half hours from here, we'll make it up there in time that's, to see the big, Kirk, big night on Saturday. Kirk, that's not a drive at all. Five and a half hours is nothing. For you, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's I don't do absolutely this nothing. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're going to head out on uh, Wednesday, right? Right. Well, you know, I'm going to be headed out on Wednesday, and I'm going to be driving to PA, and I can't wait to get out there, man. I am so looking forward to it. Ron Raglan says he's looking forward to 81 Speedway this weekend. That's right. They've got the World of Outlaw late models down there for two nights yeah. of action. So yeah. that'll be fun to watch. I was just looking at the uh, PA Speed Week schedule. Friday night at Williams Grove. Oh. Saturday night at Lincoln Speedway. Sunday at, is it BAPS Motor Speedway? BAPS, yeah. You know, uh, Marie just said, start praying. Speed week, speed week weather so far looks like rain all week. No way. Yeah. No, no, don't say that. <laughs> oh, man. Don't say that. That might <laughs> that might change my mind, and I might end up going to Houston's. If oh, it's gonna, my God. If it's going to rain all week. I don't know if I want to drive all the oh way to Pennsylvania. God. Do you? We don't want to hear that. <laughs> no, no. It, Marie, now tell me, what is the what is the weather chances uh, of it raining the entire week? It, it's not looking good. Have you even looked at the weather forecast? I haven't looked at the weather forecast either. out there yet at all. I hate looking at weather forecasts because I don't think I'm going to like what I see. Right. Start, uh, I, oh my God! That's no pra good. Prayers work. We didn't get rain at the Grove. To drive all the way out to PA and then not, not see, see all see the any races? races. That wouldn't be good, man. That would not be good. Well, let's hope the uh, weather so, gods uh, 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 hey, uh, hey, bring you some sunshine in PA this week. You know, Deidre's got a little thing going on on the 29th, right? Yeah. 
and um, I'm 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 starting to starting to lean towards going to Houston's. Wow. If it's going to rain all week out there, I don't want to pull out there for well, let's, nothing. Uh, let, let, let's look at the forecast well, well, after the show. We'll make that decision. Hey, Todd, uh, let's uh, let's pull up the Pennsylvania forecast f- for next week. This would be what part, uh, what part of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Okay. Let's start Her- with Harrisburg, that. Pennsylvania. Mechanicsburg is just right outside of Harrisburg. That's where Williams Grove Speedway is. 60, Lincoln- 60% chance all week. No way. Yeah. Now, Lincoln Speedway is by Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. That's south of Williams Grove, right? Marie, you're, you're, you're not making it much fun for me right now. Oh, Marie, we don't like the news we, you're bringing we're, us. We're, we're we don't not, like it. We, what, don't, we don't like that at what, all. What days are we looking for now? Uh, this would be Friday, June 23rd through uh, next all next week. Let's see here. You can go to the 10-day forecast. That's what I'm getting ready to pull yeah, up here. Yeah. This is Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Oh, my gosh. At, which Marie. Would be, w- w- it's 10% chance uh, today. Let me let me, let me ask Marie something. Oh, look at that. Scattered thunderstorms. Oh, my gosh. Friday, it, that does Saturday, not look good. Sunday. Holy cow. Monday, hey, Tuesday, Wednesday. Not looking good. In 2021, they ran all 10 races, and last year they got in nine out of 10 races. That's Tammy. She's now, I'm looking at the percentage of rain. It says 64% on Friday. That's Williams Grove. 58% on Saturday. Oh, my 58 gosh. on Sunday. Your mic's on, Todd. 58 on Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday. That's not looking good, too good there, Scott. Todd, your mic's on. That's All not right. looking very good. Yeah. Well, now, hold on, hold on a second. L- let me just ask my friends that are out there in PA. As much as I want to see Tammy, Marie, and all the great folks that listen to the show out there in the, in, in the East. Would you blame me if I w- decided to go to Houston's? And maybe wait till later on in the year to go back to PA? I don't know. I, do they have an, a, a, another speed week out there? They've got uh, the Tuscarora at Port Royal, I think, on September 7th through the 9th, something like that. They've got the National Open in late September. At right. Williams Grove Speedway, yeah, you definitely want to get see Port Royal Speedway. That that's a that's well, a that's that that's got to be a must see. But bit. I like those other racetracks too out there. You've got Lincoln Speedway, as we talked about, Grandview Speedway, which is on Tuesday of next week, the twenty seventh. Back to Williams Grove, Sealands Grove, Port Royal. They'll be there twice in three days, Monday. Or Saturday, July first, and Monday, July third, with Sealands Grove sandwiched in between those two. Dates. Right. So Marie and Tammy both said they wouldn't blame me if I w- went to Houston's. I think the forecast is is better at Houston Speedway this week. Um, what what is the forecast up at Houston's? Let me look at let me look at this. Up would real be quick. Sioux Falls, Brandon, South Dakota. Wednesday through Saturday of this week, Forecast four for big Brandon, nights of South racing, Dakota. the first big crown jewel event for wing 
Sprint Cars is this weekend. Kirk, it's going to be 94, 92, 90, 87, 89. What are the chances of rain? None. None. So it looks better at Houston's. Gosh. I don't know. you got yeah, some decisions uh, listen, to make. Listen, the, the price of fuel <laughs> to pull that motorhome out, out there. And not see any races? And not see any races. <laughs> oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, boy, oh, boy. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll uh, – We'll, we'll uh, eye this thing, but Marie just delivered some not-so-good news to us I here know. right now. Steve says, go to PA. If it rains out, do some PA sightseeing. That's what Steve said. Okay. Well, you could do that as well. But you really want to see races I, I, I while you're see, out there. I want to see races. Yeah. And, and if it's going to rain, I might as well just go up to Houston's where the weather forecast is going to be perfect up there. Well... You have some decisions to make, so we'll keep everybody updated on what you're going to do. Gosh, dogs. But that, that throws a monkey wrench into the plans there. It does. Uh, I mean, you know, it'd be one thing if it rained like one day and then cleared out. Yeah. But what we just witnessed, it shows that every day. Every day. So... I don't know, Scott. Hey, I don't know either, Kirk. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm starting to waffle a little bit. Now, if you live in Pennsylvania and you're close by, you can take your chances. Right, yeah. To go and uh, see in all, all the honesty, out there. In all honesty, there has not been this bad of a forecast for PA Speed Weeks in years oh, like boy. this one. That That is a bummer. Well, let's... We've seen forecasts before. We've seen forecasters but be we're, wrong. We're going to Eldora, too, as well, right? Uh, in middle July, the yeah. Million yeah. and the King's Royal, which is four big days of racing at Eldora at, on July 12th through the 15th. We've all lined up with the spot out there. Hey, hey let me ask uh, Tammy and uh, Marie, are you guys going to go to Eldora? Are you going to go there? That's what I'd like to know. Because if they're going to Eldora, I have a chance to meet them. Now, I'm going to be with you there. Yeah. At Eldora. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to join you up Saturday night. At Are Houston's. you going to drive there? Are you going to at drive Eldora? your own car there? I don't know. Why can't I just ride with you? You can. You can ride with me. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Either way. What's it, about nine and a half hours from here to Eldora Speedway? About from nine and a half set? hours, yeah. Hey, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. But, you know, the main thing is we've got the spot all reserved out there for the uh, RV. Kirk, how about Sam Haferteeth winning that $12,000 at Eldora last week? That's a big win for Sunnyvale Sam, the five-time ASCS National Tour champion. Uh, made the switch over to more full-time 410 racing a couple of years ago, and he struggled just a little bit trying to yeah. – Get his feet underneath of him and but, yeah, win but, races, but, to, but that was a big win for him on Friday But, night. Kirk, to be honest with you, he's the track record holder at Bristol. So he's he's always fast. He, he But he had a problem in his heat race. He started on the pole, and he runs seventh, and then he didn't make it out of the B the next night, did he? Uh, at uh, Portsmouth. Mm-hmm. But getting back to Eldora Speedway, if Rico hadn't had a tire go down, Sam wouldn't have won. Yeah. 
So, and he admitted that at the end of the race. Well, you got to have a little luck along the yeah. way. But hey, he won. So, I mean, to see Sam pull that 15-H car into victory lane at Eldora Speedway. That was awesome, that, man. That was big. So, that congratulations to him. But at Portsmouth on Saturday night, yeah, he had some kind of a problem in the heat race. Started in the towards the back of the B main. Didn't finish that race. So, as great a night as he had on Friday night, not so good in the finale on Saturday night. i got to make a couple of comments about Ohio Sprint Week for the All-Stars. Yep. Great racing the whole week. They had a couple of rainouts, but by and large, uh, when you look back at the whole week, we had last corner passes for wins. We had great slide jobs at all these different racetracks. The racing was about as good as we've ever seen it for Ohio Speed Week. Sheldon won at Beaver Dam, didn't he? Yeah, we'll I'll get into that here in a minute, but just to wrap up with the All-Stars. Uh, Saturday night, a great finish at Portsmouth. We had three guys pulling sliders on each other. Justin Peck, once he got out in front, he pulled a big-time haymaker right. on both uh, Rico and Brent Marks. But Marks had the last laugh when it was all done. He's the guy that walked out of there with the win. Mm-hmm. Well, and um, that was the Dean Kittle Memorial, wasn't it? Uh, on Saturday night yeah, at Portsmouth. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, great racing all week long for the All-Stars at Ohio Speed Week. And congratulations to Tyler Courtney, who ends up winning the overall Speed Week championship. And Brent Marks looks like he's starting to get a real handle on what's going on. He's going to be out at a PA Speed Week coming up this next week. But... You look at Brent Marks, and remember last July at Eldora Speedway where he won both the historical big one and the King's Royal and walked out right. of there with about $300,000 that weekend. If he gets a handle on Eldora Speedway like he did last year, and it looks like Marks is starting to really get his program together, uh, Rico's going to be a player out there. We know Kyle Larson's going to be a player, uh, but... Brent Marks is somebody you can't sleep on, and uh, it's about that uh, time uh, of the year where he's starting to get things put together. I'm going to say this. It, it could be a dark horse, but don't count out Sam Hafertief. To win the million? Just don't count him out. Because I'm telling you, when Sam is right, he's fast. And he's won at Eldora now. And he's won at Eldora. So that's going to give him a boost of confidence, don't you think so? I think so. Yeah. But I, that Rico is the is the guy that really is, you know, he hasn't won all the races. Right. But he's finished up front in just about all of them. Yeah. And he's going to be at Houston's this weekend too. Rico's going to be trying his hand at the uh, bull ring of Houston Speedway this weekend. But my pick for the million is Rico, and because not only is he running well at Eldora Speedway, he's consistently finishing towards the top well, of all if, races. if I was going to pick anybody to win, it would be Brett Marks. Yeah, I mean, based on his... On, on, on his success that he had last year. Exactly. And I, I think that he's got a very good chance of winning again this year. He's got a very good chance, but yeah. that's the fun of it. 
we're going into that, and we're just, what, about a month away from the, the big weekend at Eldora Speedway. You can't really pick one guy yeah, right now because there's four or five guys that would be the favorites to win that out there, but that that's right. what's fun about it. You just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, how about old Sheldon picking up the win at Beaver Dam? Big win for him. We remember uh, – we were up at US 36 Raceway in April when he won up there, but he struggled since then. Sheldon really hasn't had a lot of great runs this year. They have struggled with that NOS Energy Drink 17 car. Ricky Stenhouse owns that car, but he outruns. He hasn't David. had a lot of he hasn't had a lot of top finishes lately. But, but that was a big win for him at Beaver Dam because he's the defending champion at Cusets this right. weekend. But but listen, who 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 he outrun? David Gravel, Brad Sweet, Carson Macedo, Logan Schuhart. That's a good group of drivers right there. Right. The big guy he had to deal with was David Gravel. Right. Uh, there was uh, he he kind of made a charge there on the last lap. There didn't was he? a uh, yellow flag that came out early in the race. Bill Rose, I think, had a problem, and they had the double file restart. David Gravel got the best of Sheldon Hoddenshield after Sheldon had grabbed the early lead. Right. And Gravel jumped out in front, and Sheldon was on the inside. Gravel was on the outside. Another yellow flag comes out. Sheldon again chooses the inside. Well, actually, Gravel chose the outside, and yeah. Sheldon was on the inside. Gra Gravel and ripped the, the top. the second time... The second time around, even though Sheldon was on the bottom of the racetrack, he made it stick and got back out in front of Gravel, mm -hmm. and then beat him to the line. on to the win. Beat him to the line. That was a close race at the end of that race, right there. Um, how about old uh, Logan Seavey picking up that USAC win at Port Royal? He stomped him in the uh, USAC Silver Crown cars at Port Royal Speedway. He had as much as a six-second lead on that race. Right. There was a yellow flag that came out late in the race, but nobody had anything for Logan Seavey in the Silver Crown race. The entertaining race was in the uh, sprint cars, where Justin Grant broke through with his first win in a long time. He's the defending champion of the USAC National Sprint Cars, but it had been a while since he'd picked up a win. And uh, there was a lot of sliders going on. Very entertaining race in the uh, non-wing sprint cars, and Justin Grant picked up the uh, victory. But probably even a more entertaining race than that was last night. It cuts down PA at the action track on a bull ring. This track is a bull ring, and, man, they put on a show last night. Kyle Cummins coming through with the victory over Logan over uh, Emerson Axum, who has really been the top runner of the Eastern Storm. He'd won two races on Eastern Storm yep. and had finishes right up at the top in just about all of them. He had the lead at Cutstown last night before Kyle Cummings was able to get around him for the win right. in the finale of the Eastern Storm. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, it's all brought to you by Rod In Supply, featuring the Power Eye Midwest Lightning Sprints. Ayrton Janetton is going to join us next here on the show. He picked up a win at Lake Ozark Speedway. And last night he picked up $10,000 at Husets. Can he win the, the $250,000, Kurt? Can he do it? Uh, that 
that would be big. That's a local family operation up there. I, I, I would be thrilled if he could pick up that. The whole family up there. Uh, I, I assume he's driving that car up the there four, this weekend. The, the 14-H car, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's That that family car has been at Houston's for many, many years up there. It was a big win for him last night. Can they carry that on through this weekend? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see if that works out. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be pulling for Ayrton. So just so you know, I'm going to be rooting for him all the way. Because he, he, he knows that he can win up there now. And, and that's a good thing. So, all right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, more of Mostly Motorsports. It's all brought to you by Rod In Supply. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Listening to Mostly Motorsports with the Racing Boys. Rod and Supply is involved with a variety of motorsports as well as industrial applications with many different types of products. Since 1989, Rod and Supply has provided superior products priced competitively. Whether you're racing at the circle track or drag strip, rock climbing, or going off-road, Rod and Supply is an assortment of Rod and's radius rods and specialty products to keep your equipment moving. Rod and Supply's experienced staff is ready and willing to help you with your needs. Their promise is to continue to provide a superior product with superior service so you can stay in front of the field no matter what it is. To learn more, go to rodandsupply.com. Here at Specialty Sportswear in-house, we do all of the screen printing, all the embroidery. We do some vinyl. The other add specialty items like your pens, magnets, notepads, calendars. You can actually buy that, build your business, to make it larger. We have the largest screen printing process and the largest embroidery anywhere around in the area. We can do stuff all the way from your school clubs to sports teams, a professional look in the office. If you can imagine it, we can do it for you. Rod and Supply is involved with a variety of motorsports as well as industrial applications with many different types of products. Since 1989, Rod and Supply has provided superior products priced competitively. Whether you're racing at the circle track or drag strip, rock climbing, or going off-road, Rod and Supply is an assortment of Rod and's radius rods and specialty products to keep your equipment moving. Rod and Supply's experienced staff is ready and willing to help you with your needs. Their promise is to continue to provide a superior product with superior service so you can stay in front of the field no matter what it is. To learn more, go to rodandsupply.com. Rod and Supply is involved with a variety of motorsports as well as industrial applications with many different types of products. Since 1989, Rod and Supply has provided superior products priced competitively. Whether you're racing at the circle track or drag strip, rock climbing, or going off-road, Rod and Supply is an assortment of Rod and's radius rods and specialty products to keep your equipment moving. Rod and Supply's experienced staff is ready and willing to help you with your needs. Their promise is to continue to provide a superior product with superior service so you can stay in front of the field no matter what it is. To learn more, go to rodandsupply.com. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. 
That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com. Serving the racing community for over 30 years. Hey, this is Larry the Cable Guy. I love racing, boys. Like Mater says, they make me happier than a tornado in a trailer park. Get her done! Welcome back to Mostly Motorsports. It's all brought to you by Rod In Supply. Joining us now on the show is Eric Tonjenitin. He's a uh, winner at Lake Ozark Speedway, and last night he picked up $10,000 at Husets. Congratulations, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, What's crazy is to think about the whole deal there. It's like we're racing at Lake Ozark Saturday night, and then, you know, I um, I always drive myself up. So I had a – I think from Lake Ozark to Houston, it's about a seven-hour, seven-and-a-half-hour drive. So yeah. um, anytime you can uh, drive up there, get some money, and get out, it's a, it's a good week. How did you get hooked up with the 14H car up there at Houston's? Yeah, so um, whenever me and uh, my previous deal split ways, um, they kind of were trying to work something. They were trying to race with Madsen, and it just didn't work out racing with Kerry. They just couldn't. They just, uh, I think, I don't know what happened there. And uh, they just their deal kind of fell through when my deal fell through. And um, my buddy Kobe is related to Judd, who owns the car. And, he uh, he kind of got us talking, and you know, it just kind of went from there. And you know, for me, it was kind of like the perfect thing for me. I didn't really have anything going on, and uh, really just needed needed a place to race to get more laps throughout the season. And you know, I always go good at Houston, so that's a place I look forward to racing a lot. So um, you know, it was kind of just one of them things where it was the right place, right time. We you know, I had a connection through Kobe, and he was able to hook me and Judd up, and then it just yeah. kind of snowballed into what it is now. And you know, it was, like I always say, you know, there, there's signs when you need to do something. And right. I uh, ordered a seat from Darren Pittman at Chili Bowl, and uh, that seat showed up the same day that Judd called me. He actually just called me after that seat showed up, and I'm like, well, if that's not a sign, I don't know what is. Yeah, no doubt so about it. I took the sign, and, uh, and I ran with it. Hey, so l- let me just probe a little bit here. How disappointed were you when that all fell apart? At, at the at, at the start of the year when it all fell apart how disappointed were you in that yeah you know it's um it was almost it's it's a you know you're disappointed in the situation because you know we all kind of agreed to do the whole year together and you almost felt like you kind of get a uh, get the short end of the stick when you're kind of left just trying to chase chase your tail and try and put something together and you know either get rides or trying to figure out your engine program or figure out truck and trailer like we were racing out of we raced out of four truck and trailers in four weeks straight and um you know we had great people that stepped up to help us out in situations like where if i needed to borrow a truck and trailer because you know we couldn't find anything so we were just borrowing stuff and i had great people like justin porter and now brody hayward and you know other people that offered their stuff up too that if i needed it i could use it so um, you know, it's just a matter of you really see who's there for you, you know, and, um, you know, I was, 
it, it really shows you who's there for you in the end. Right, yeah. You know, yeah. i got to thank those guys, first of all, for stepping up when we needed it. And, um, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, not, not everything's going to last a long time. Everything's got a time, yeah, time frame no on it. And, you know, it sucks when it's kind of the start of the season, you know, when you when you got a lot going on and a lot changing in a program, you know, you want to kind of have a chance to get it off and running. And right. you know, I feel like we never really had that proper chance like we deserved. And, you know, and the way I look at it now is I think, uh, I think we're showing them what, what speed we do have now. So, yeah. um, you know, I'm just happy to have the guys I got, you know, I got great people with Brody Hayward, my dad, wet step, Sam and Kelly, Hendon gravel, Tony Stewart, high performance loop. excavating and Maxim and my, Ryder, Westmar, like I got a bunch of really good people with me. Yeah. And, um, you know, Kenny's Tile, and then with my, you know, my guys Steve and Ace, and obviously Randy when he comes and helps, and Miles too. I got a really good group of people, and uh, on my personal stuff, and then <laughs> um, up at Houston, Judd and his family, they're amazing. So what? 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 What was it like to have to throw together your team? there at the last second was that difficult for you yeah i mean it was uh i think man it was crazy like we were going racing and not even touching a race car we were we were working on getting you know moving moving stuff into a truck and trailer trying to get it organized in one day and you know running around like a chicken with no head just trying to get stuff situated to where we could race properly and race at a competitive level and you know it made it tough but you know that's one thing like you, you can't quit working at it you got to persevere and keep going, and that's what we did. And you know, it's starting to pay off for us. We're getting quicker everywhere we go. And, yeah, no doubt. You know, I feel like we uh, haven't had our Knoxville runs like we'd like, but you know, I feel like we're going in the right direction there too. So um, I'm really happy with everything, and you know, it just shows the, you know, like I said earlier, it just shows the guys that are behind it. And like I said, when I won at Houston last night, you can replace <laughs> equipment. You know, you, you can buy equipment, but you can't buy the guys and you ain't going to win races without having good guys behind you and all your sides. So it's all about the guys you surround yourself with, and I got a, I got a good group. You know, the one thing about the Genitons, you guys are tough, and, and, and you don't give up. And, and that's what I admire about you guys is that you're, you, you're all just trenched in and you, you just never give up, right? You're, you're, you're just wired yeah. like that, right? Yeah, and that comes a lot from just – you know, seeing how my dad's been his whole life, um, you know, it's Father's Day was yesterday too, so it's kind of crazy to think about it. But, you know, you say that, like a lot of a lot of stuff I try to base how I handle stuff is how my dad would do it. And, you know, my dad's a, my dad's a go-getter. Anyone that knows my dad knows he uh, he don't quit. He works works his butt off every single day. And, you know, he's, uh, he's probably the best role model I think anyone could ever have. He's a hard worker. He's a good guy. And I like I'm just really lucky to have him as my dad, and then obviously my grandpa. You know, he paved the way for us as well. So um, I'm very fortunate to have the name I have and have people in my life that you know believe in, like minded like me that are that are go getters and believe in me too. You know, like my grandma. She she called me probably three times last night on the way home. Like, are you all right? I'm like, nine. I'm fine. I got this trophy next to me. I got to make sure it gets home safe. <laughs> so, but uh, no, you know, I got really good people behind me. Like I said. And, you know, I got a great family, and that's uh, that's that's another big part of the battle too. Is you got to have have a good family. Well, we're privileged to know your grandma, Nina. She's uh, she's out there. She's very visible, but she's I want to know. She's a regular listener right. to this show. I want to know. Yeah, I'm sure she's listening right now. Uh, I know she is. 
your dad wasn't at the track last night. It was a big Father's Day for him when you talked to him last night. What did he say? Uh, he was. Uh, he sent me a text message just telling me that you know I did a good job and you know obviously like we got a we got a win together Saturday and that was kind of our Father's Day moment there Saturday and you know he really helped me out too because you know I had to get going to Houston so when we got back to the shop you know he didn't have to come to the shop and drive the rig there you know he could have just met us at the track but he you know he went an hour out of his way to come up here and get the truck and trailer and drive it down for us and that way I could rest and you know. It's just a testament, and like like I said earlier, man. My dad's a my dad's a great role model and a hard worker, and um, yeah, he was he was excited. He was just as excited as I was, and that's another thing too. When on Father's Day with Judd and those guys, you can really see the emotion there in Victory Lane. Um, it's pretty special for all of us involved, and I mean, obviously, I talk to my dad every single day, and it was a uh, it was nice to talk to him on the way home a little bit, and yeah, it was just a uh, just really cool moment. Uh, talk about the uh, Kroll family up there. They've been around Houston Speedway a long time. There's a bunch of them up there celebrating last night. Uh, just kind of talk about that family and the history they have at Houston Speedway. Yeah, they've been racing up there forever. Um, you know, definitely since the 1980s is what they were telling me. And Judd's doing it with his dad, and his dad did it with his grandpa. So, um, you know, it's kind of almost like Judd's a third-generation cruel and i'm a third generation genitin so that's pretty cool and um you know they're they're great people um i can't say enough good things about them everyone that's over there um you know blaine carson and judd and grandpa like they uh they're just really good people and you know they're behind me 100 percent. and that's the kind of stuff you need you need guys who are in your corner that support you and you know i got that up there and they're great people and i just that's all i can say is they're just great people they're a great family they they're all very supportive. They come down every night after the races, you know, whether we have good luck or bad luck, they're right there supporting us and by our side. And that's, that's really what you need. Yeah. Let me ask you this after winning up there, uh, last night, do you feel like you have enough car to win the overall deal this weekend? Yeah. So we're going to actually be in my personal stuff this weekend. It's, uh, oh, okay. we, we never really kind of, we we talked about doing it when we first put this deal together, and we just kind of said we'd play it by ear. Well, whenever me and Brody Hayward partnered up, he wanted to kind of run his stuff up. You know, he wanted to have his name up there, and that's kind of you know just kind of one of them deals. That's how it just kind of worked out. But I mean, I feel like I'm bringing just as good a stuff up as they got, and you know, I'm going to have Judd helping me this weekend. So I'm not, I'm not, I don't think we'll be in a you know an unfamiliar place. Like we'll have familiar faces around me. Um, I feel like, you know, if anything can happen for, you know, a quarter million. So, <laughs> I mean, I can tell you one thing, like, I feel like up there at Houston, it's like we've been, we've been the best car. Um, I feel like we've, we could have had three wins there by now. And, um, you know, I feel like I got just, you know, I got really good stuff too. So right. I, uh, I'm not saying it's a, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely going to say we, we got a decent shot at it. Like I think as far as momentum goes, we got a lot of momentum on our side with, you know, getting two wins in a row and then winning last night. So, again, a bunch of really good guys, too. So, um, I'm really excited for it, man. You know, I'm excited for it. I'm glad I get to be home tonight and then go back up tomorrow. It's nice coming home a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I'm just excited to get up there. I really think, uh, you know, if we're in that A-Main Saturday and we're inside the top eight, like there's a there's a shot we can probably put something, up, put something on the line. 
you've always ran good at Houston's, and and you got to be overly confident that you have a chance to win up there in your own car, right? Yeah, I feel like we let a few slip away last year. We only went to four weekly shows last year, and we should have been on the podium in three of them, and uh, should have won at least two. So um, we've been we were fast last year there, and you know, just you know, we're fast this year there with Judd and the Cruels and. It's just uh, I don't know what it is about Houston. It's like I kind of I kind of feel like I'm more of a big track guy, but you know I I tend to run good on the small stuff too. So in Houston, it's kind of like one of them happy mediums where it races like a big track and a small track at the same time, and it's just kind of right up my wheelhouse. Well, you had your work cut out for you last night. That track took on a little bit of rubber working that lap traffic. That that was a hard thing. Try to stay ahead of Tim Kading there. Yeah, Kading. I think Kading Kading had a little better car than us there in that race um especially the first half he had a little better car you know i've already went back and watched the video but uh he had a little better car than we did there um you know but i i also knew like we knew the rubber was coming so we knew we had to be good in the rubber too um but yeah no it was just about being smart like I, he got to the inside of me there once and all i could do was just move lower and you know if he was going to beat me i was going to make him go around the outside of me and do something crazy and be a hero and you know, and that's just kind of how it worked out. You know, I was just able to get down whenever I saw his nose and keep him at bay and just kind of use the lap cars to kind of, you know, as a pick so that way he couldn't really get a good run and slide me. So it just kind of worked out. Um, you know, we were talking, we've only had two races this year there together where we haven't had something happen to us. And those two races, we ran second first. So yeah, um, that's just a testament to how good, how good their stuff is and how good we gel together and how good we can race together. How was the track at Lake Ozark Speedway? It, it didn't take any rubber, did it? No, actually, I would, uh, you know, I got to give hats off to Kenny Brown and everyone over there. That's probably single-handedly the best racetrack I, that they've had in a long time. Um, it was really smooth. It had a top. It had a bottom. You could run multiple lanes, and, you know, you could really get racy there. So they did a great job on the surface. Um, I was a little worried at first. I thought it was going to be a little too heavy all night, but the track ended up being really, really awesome. Um, probably definitely one of the top five tracks they've had that I've raced on there. And, you know, uh, obviously when you win, you want to say that stuff, but it was, it was a very good racetrack. It didn't hurt tires, didn't take rubber. It was, uh, I thought really racing. I think it was a good show for the fans. too. I, I, I think they're trying to figure it out. I, I think they figured it out a little bit there for sprint cars down at Lake Ozark Speedway. Don't you think so? Yeah, I definitely think they're uh, getting a good handle on it. You know, yeah. I feel like it raced like the old Lake Ozark. You know, it, it was had a cushion you could really run the crap out of, but if you're really patient, you could run the bottom and be right there with the guy on the top. And, um, you know, I, I definitely think they're getting it figured out, though. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun to race there, and, you know, I'm looking forward to going back for the All-Star Show coming up in July. Boy, last night was a real test for uh, the guys up there at Houston's on this track prep this week. Uh, They're really going to have to work hard to stay on top of it. We're looking at temperatures in the 90s. It's going to be hot. Uh, Boy, they got a lot of work to make sure that we don't get rubber this week for the High Bank Nationals. Yeah, it's going to be, I I think Tim Tim Kading, you know, kind of mentioned it a little bit in his interview, and so did Tram. Um, It's something they're going to have to really, you know, keep up on and, the week before, we had an awesome surface. I'd only, t- I only took rubber down in one corner last three or four laps. So, um, you know, that, that's a really tough track to get right. And, you know, they're going to keep working at it all week. And I think, uh, 
I think they'll they'll have, I think you know they'll get a handle on it. They'll they'll make it good. They'll make it racy. They can get it. And you know, the place like that, like the way that dirt is, like I was talking to someone about today, it feels like it's just kind of getting tired. You know, it's been around for so long. It just gets dirt gets tired eventually. And um, you know, I feel like they do they do a great job. Um, you know, it's really racy qualifying. It's a good qualifying track. It's a good heat race track. Usually the first 15 laps of the feature is really, really good. And then, you know, then you kind of get the rubber, rubber at the end. So if they can kind of get it to last 30 laps, you know, you're going to get rubber there eventually, I feel like. But if you can get it to go 30 laps and then, then you know, the rubber is going to play a factor in the end a little bit. And, you know, it, it, I think that's kind of the perfect racetrack if it takes rubber with about five, six to go because you really got to, you really got to stay on your toes as a leader. You got to be searching at the same time. Well, I've changed my plans. I was going to go out to Pennsylvania Speed Week and go out there for two weeks and watch all the races, but there's a 60% chance of rain out there, and I'm not going to tow all the way out there. Every day there's a 60%. 60% chance every day. But so not at Houston's. It looks like I'm going to be headed to Houston's instead. Yeah, and uh, Houston's, it'll be a hot one. 90 up there is yeah. like 100 down here, I think. No, no it doubt. It's pretty it, toasty. It's definitely hot. Um, Ayrton, we, we appreciate you taking the time to join us here on the show today, man. We, we, we're we so proud of you. you. You're you're really just coming into your own as a driver, and and I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to seeing what you can do up there on Saturday night. I'm I'm going to be pulling for you. I didn't really look at the format. How's this all work the four nights leading up or the three nights leading up to Saturday night? So they, I know that we run all three nights and they take your best two nights combined and that's how they line you up for Saturday. But um, as far as the format goes, I'm not a hundred percent sure on it. All I know is if we go out there and do the best we can every time and move forward. We'll be fine. So yeah, that's just kind of my plan there, but uh, you know, I'm excited. Like, you know, like you said, it's going to be a good week of racing and hopefully they got the track right. And, you know, for me too, I've had a lot of stuff that I've had to kind of do differently this year. You know, I've started uh, setting it up myself and being my own crew chief now. So I'm learning to do that. And, you know, it's been a lot. And uh, like you said, it's just a true testament to, like I said, my guys behind me and my sponsors, you know, without those, without this group, like probably wouldn't be where I am. And, you know, I got a great dad and uh, yeah. you know, he's, Part, a big part of the reason we're here too yeah no doubt your dad is an awesome guy man so all right congratulations to you go get him this weekend up there at Houston's. we'll be pulling for you okay bud thank you congratulations uh, to you all right there you have it uh Ayrton Jenneton. big weekend you win two races and two nights yep no these tracks are seven and a half hours apart from one another. Yep. So you go from Lake Ozark on Saturday night, drive all the way up to Houston's and, and do win it again. again. Yeah. All right. When we come back, Chase Rodman is going to join us here on the show. We're going to talk about the world of outlaws. And um, he's in Mexico, isn't he, Kurt? Yeah, we missed him this weekend. Yeah. Hannah Newhouse filled she in. She did an him. awesome job. Yeah, though. she did great. She does the uh, late models. She does the late models. So, yeah. All right, we'll, we'll be back with more. It's all brought to you by Rod and Supplies featuring the Power Eye Midwest Lightning Sprints. We'll be back with more in a moment. Stay tuned. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with the Racing Boys.
Rod and Supply is involved with a variety of motorsports as well as industrial applications with many different types of products. Since 1989, Rod and Supply has provided superior products priced competitively. Whether you're racing at the circle track or drag strip, rock climbing, or going off-road, Rod and Supply is an assortment of Rod and Radius Rods and specialty products to keep your equipment moving. Rod and Supply's experienced staff is ready and willing to help you with your needs. Their promise is to continue to provide a superior product with superior service so you can stay in front of the field no matter what it is. To learn more, go to rodandsupply.com. Here at Specialty Sportswear in-house, we do all of the screen printing, all the embroidery. We do some vinyl. The other add specialty items like your pens, magnets, notepads, calendars. You can actually buy that, build your business, to make it larger. We have the largest screen printing process and the largest embroidery anywhere around in the area. We can do stuff all the way from your school clubs to sports teams, a professional look in the office. If you can imagine it, we can do it for you. Rod and Supply is involved with a variety of motorsports as well as industrial applications with many different types of products. Since 1989, Rod and Supply has provided superior products priced competitively. Whether you're racing at the circle track or drag strip, rock climbing, or going off-road, Rod and Supply is an assortment of Rod and's Radius Rods and specialty products to keep your equipment moving. Rod and Supply's experienced staff is ready and willing to help you with your needs. Their promise is to continue to provide a superior product with superior service so you can stay in front of the field no matter what it is. To learn more, go to rodandsupply.com. and Supply is involved with a variety of motorsports as well as industrial applications with many different types of products. Since 1989, Rod and Supply has provided superior products priced competitively. Whether you're racing at the circle track or drag strip, rock climbing, or going off-road, Rod and Supply is an assortment of Rod and's Radius Rods and specialty products to keep your equipment moving. Rod and Supply's experienced staff is ready and willing to help you with your needs. Their promise is to continue to provide a superior product with superior service so you can stay in front of the field no matter what it is. To learn more, go to rodandsupply.com. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com, serving the racing community for over 30 years. Welcome back. It's mostly motorsports, and it's all brought to you by Rod and Supply, featuring the Power Eye Midwest Lightning Sprints. Joining joining us now on the show from Mexico is Chase Rodman. How you doing, Chase? Hey guys, how's it going? Just uh, sitting here on the balcony, uh, watching some boats 
flyby here and or sail by, I should say, and just hanging out. We've got one more day here, and then we're heading back to the States tomorrow. So uh, glad to be on the show today. I, I had a long night last night, um, as you can probably <laughs> imagine, but we're feeling good. We're, we're, we're here. Yeah. So let me ask you this. How difficult was it for you to not be at a World of Outlaw race this weekend? Yeah, it felt pretty weird for sure to not be there. Uh, you know, I've done it. I've, I've missed one week in the last three years, uh, you know, for this family vacation, which, you know, I think it's a good thing. You know, we I see a lot of races all year, you know, going to every single one. Uh, so I think it's probably a good thing for me to, you know, get away for one weekend and then come back and, um, you know, kind of get a little fresh start going, especially when we go to a big race this weekend at Houston and stuff like that. So, um, it was definitely tough, but, uh, you know, I'll, uh, I'll be back for the rest of the year. I won't miss another one. So, um, yeah, that's, it's, uh, it was definitely weird, but I think Hannah Newhouse stepped in and did a pretty good job. Now, she, now she, when Johnny Gibson, she, uh, she did an excellent job. We need Johnny Gibson to take a couple of days off and you could step in and take his spot for a couple of days. How, you how think about, that would ever happen? What are the chances of that ever happening? Man, I don't think there's any chance of that happening. He's got that streak going of 2,000-something races in a row. I don't think you'll ever see him uh, break that streak. He'll he'll announce a race from a hospital bed, I think, before he doesn't <laughs> call one. So I don't think we'll ever see it happen. Yeah. Um, l- let's talk about um, uh, Friday night and the win for uh, Geo up there at Beaver Dam. What would you think about that victory? That was That was kind of interesting on that last lap, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I didn't watch the whole night of racing. Obviously, I just watched the highlight reel uh, on YouTube, and, man, Gravel made it close there. But a uh, huge win for Gio. You know, obviously, he got that high limit win earlier in the year, so it wasn't like his only win this year. But it took him a while to get that first outlaw win out of the way as a, first, as a you know full-time driver. And we talk about that all the time when those rookies, man, they come in, and they can win some races when they're not full-time. But once you're on the road, grinding up and down the road you know it's it makes it tough and he finally was able to do that so great to see that and you know we just did an off day segment with him at knoxville last weekend maybe that was the good luck charm got him to victory lane yeah yeah he won that 50 grand at out here at lakeside speedway back in april so he knows what it's like to win big money but yeah, no that doubt. was his first outlaw win for a long time but david gravel looked like he was uh ready to pounce right there but he did a good job of holding him off uh, what about Sheldon yeah, Hodenshield? Nice Sheldon Hodenshield, he's been struggling lately. He won that race up here at US 36 Raceway. We were up there for that. But he's really struggled lately. And for him to pick off a win on Saturday night, heading into a place that he was very successful at, Houston Speedway last year, big night for Sheldon Hodenshield and the uh, Ricky Stenhouse team. Yeah, I thought both guys who won this week, and Gio and Sheldon, both needed um a win pretty badly you know geo obviously he uh hadn't had one all year rookie season that was good for him and then sheldon only had that one all year you know last year i feel like he was dominating early part of the season you know he was had the most wins for a while in 2022 and then carson ends up finally passing him you know but uh it's kind of been weird to see sheldon not win very much or not even really be on the podium that much really uh he's had a lot of bad runs here recently so Good to see him get back to uh, to victory lane. Um, maybe that's the turning point. Those guys need a little momentum. And like you said, you know, this week, this weekend last year coming up, that he won the big hundred thousand. So uh, that's a pretty good time to, to get rolling here. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, and David Gravel made it interesting at the end of that race as well, didn't he? 
Yeah, he did. Yeah, both nights grabbed about one. Um, I, I watched the first highlight video yesterday, and I watched the other one here about an hour ago, and I'm, I was like, man, dude, he had a great week, and he was close both nights, just uh, caught last traffic at the wrong time there. So, uh, And you know how good he is and uses it and how big that weekend means to him with his car on the track and all that stuff. So yeah. uh, I think Grabble right now with the speed he's showing, he might be the favorite for, for this coming weekend here. I thought it was big. Uh, the biggest story to me was Carson Macedo after that horrifying crash at Knoxville last Saturday night. For him to be back in the race car that Strapped soon in. after yeah. broken ribs, whatever, he was back in the saddle Friday night at Beaver Dam Speedway. Uh, it was good to see him back in a car. I, I think there was a question in my mind if we were going to see him back in a car that soon. He was banged up pretty good. You know, it, th- that just shows you the dedication to Carson Macedo, really, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. You know, uh, and you, you can't you can't take a weekend off. You know, I mean, luckily, when you're me, you're not a driver, right? You can take a weekend off here and there. But uh, when you're a driver and you're racing for a championship and you're, you know, within 30, 40 points of a championship, you can't. You can't take your weekends off, man, even if you got a broken rib and, you know, some burns on you and whatnot. I mean, that is some serious dedication uh, to, to his craft. You know, he, that just shows how bad that he wants to, to try and win this championship. So, uh, you know, he lost a couple points to Brad and David this weekend, but I don't think anybody was expecting to go out and, and light the world on, you know, light the world on fire, so to say, and, and win any races uh, this weekend. But to go out there and run, you know, I think he was top five or, you know, maybe top seven or six both nights. Uh, a respectable run, and he's heading to Houston, another track that he likes too. So, um, yeah, that was awesome to see that. And you know, Carson's a good friend of mine as well, and it was good to see him get back in the car and be successful right off the bat. Yeah, and he couldn't have been a hundred percent in that race car this week. No doubt, no, no, no way, no, no way. Yeah, Mm-mm. yeah. Listen, Brad Sweet's back up on top. He's um, David Gravel is behind by ten points. Carson Macedo is behind by forty points. This is kind of a three-car battle right now. Wouldn't you look at it that way? Yeah, it's just, I mean, I don't know if there's anybody that's really going to, you know, come from behind behind those guys. I think everybody else is about over 150 back or close to that. Logan Shuhart is yeah. 176 points behind. He's in fourth. Yeah, he's going to have to go on a serious run or hope that those top three guys have a really bad streak there. But I think it's really down to these top three. I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be them the whole way through uh, with how it's been so far. You know, David and, and Carson, they get 40 back, and then they catch back up, and they take the lead for a weekend, and then it you know, kind of strings out a little bit again, and then they catch back up. Um, I think that, you know, it's going, to, it's going to be down to the wire between those three all throughout this year. And, you know, what was surprising to me was, you know, Brad Sweet did have some good runs this weekend, but when I watched the highlights, man, I don't think he made the dash either night, which is a huge surprise because that is one of his best tracks mm-hmm. in Beaver Dam. And he struggled early. It looked like I didn't see qualifying or the heat race or anything, but I just saw him on the starting grid like 11th or 12th or something. You know, he had a really bad start tonight, but um, I was surprised to see that. But, yeah, that point battle, is uh, it's going to be tied all the way through, I think. Yeah. Now, they don't count points all four nights at Houston's, do they? How How's that work? That's what I was wondering. Yeah, I was gonna. I was hoping you guys had the answer to that. I haven't. I haven't heard anything about it because um, I think last year they did for the first. They didn't. They didn't have points on the final night. I think, um, but they do. I think they do for the first couple of nights. I'm not really sure on that, but I hope they do because it's going to be a huge field. You know, there's going to be a lot of good yeah. cars there racing, trying to make the show. So that could. You know, we get guys like Rico and. Um, you know, whoever else is, you know, a bunch of other guys, Brian Brown will be there, I'm sure, and all these other guys showing up that 
they can, you know, really shake the points up. Larson will be there too. So um, it's it's going to be a fun weekend, and I hope the points count. I'll tell you that right now. I really hope they do count for this week. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. I was going to go out to Pennsylvania Speed Week this week, but unfortunately it looks like there's a 60% chance of rain all week long. So it looks like I'm going to oh, wow. go. It looks like I'm going to go to Houston's instead. I wonder if we'll get any guys to come from uh, over there to uh, to Houston. You know, I thought Macri was, you know, he ran Houston to like last week, and then I thought I read that he was going to Pennsylvania Speed, which maybe they'll change their plans with that weather forecast. And I even think I saw Justin Peck was supposed to go run Pennsylvania Speed, but now with that weather, maybe we'll get a couple guys to come out to Houston to try and, and run with the Outlaws. Macri has entered at Houston's this weekend. Yeah. So, oh, he is. Okay. Yeah. I, for some reason, I thought I read that he was going to PA Speed Week or something. I thought that was kind of weird. But, is Brent yeah. Marks? I didn't see Brent Marks on the entry list. You didn't see Rico him is going to be there. Yeah, he'll be there. And Kyle Larson will be racing up there this week. Yeah. Yes. Yes, he will. I think he's going to miss one of the nights, though. I think he's going to miss out on Friday because he's got some NASCAR stuff. But, yeah, I think he'll be there Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah, no doubt about so, it. So, uh, you know, last night that track took on a little bit of rubber. It's going to be hot up there in the 90s. And the sun's going to be baking down on that racetrack. They've got a big challenge ahead of them this week to stay on top of that racetrack up there this week. Yeah, and that's the thing is that place, uh, it does seem to have that problem, right? Uh, seems to have a little bit of a rubber problem. But when they get it right, oh, man, does it put on some great racing. Yeah. You know, and even at the 100,000 race last year, it, it kind of took rubber, and it still ended up being a good finish between McFadden, Copoid, and then Sheldon going around on the last lap. Um, well, you got to, I mean, in my opinion, a track of that size, I just feel like it is the perfect size for sprint cars. That it doesn't matter what happens, they're going to have a good race. You know, so yeah. Um, I I think that they're going to have to put a lot of water on it. They're going to have to do a lot, a couple track prep sessions per night, probably. But it should turn out to be pretty good. Well, that that Saturday night race last year was one for the ages. I mean, who can forget how that all went down? If we can just kind of recap what happened in that race last year, because that was a classic. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it was it was weird in the beginning. You know, they did, they did a lot of track work right before the feature, and then the first, I don't know, half of it, I would say, um, it was kind of just right to the middle, and it was the track did not get wide at all. And then they had that red when uh, whoever hit the gate on the front stretch, the gate opened up, and then under the red, they put you know, took the push trucks out there and and packed the top of the track in under the red, which I've never seen before. It was uh, kind of an interesting move, but then it opened it up and. Uh, and then obviously we had that crazy finish. So um, I'm I'm hoping that we get a little bit more of the same. You know, I I uh, think when you put the best drivers on the planet, and a bunch of them racing for a bunch of money, no one's going to settle for second this weekend. That's for sure. I yeah. can't wait to be there for that. I'm oh man, I, I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I, I'm so sorry that I'm not going to be going to PA because I really wanted to see PA Speed Week. And um, that's kind of been on my bucket well, you, list. Well, you'll make it out there. We'll, I'll we'll make it, it out there eventually. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hey, uh, one one other thing, Chase. Last night, I was flipping around channels and came across the CBS Sports Network, and they did a replay of the race at Hobstadt where Brady Bacon won last night. So you got a little bit of airtime on national TV last night. How about that? So you really didn't take the weekend off. Yeah, I guess uh, if people didn't really know me, uh, they, would, they would think I was there, right? So they, absolutely, no weekends off. But, yeah, um, they, we do about 10 of those CBS shows per year. I don't know when they come on or anything. I don't get to watch them because I don't even 
what do they call it? Uh, I don't know what the word is that that lingo, but I'm on a oh, cord cutter. I don't even have regular TV, you know, so I'm right. a Netflix guy, so I don't get to watch any of those CBS shows. Yeah, I got you. Well, it, it was it was a great one to put on because Brady, you know, won his first ever outlaw race out there, and uh, that 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 was great exposure for the world of outlaws. I thought. Yeah, no doubt about it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the more you get them on TV, the more people are gonna are gonna see them. So I I hope we get more TV races coming up here because people are starting to realize sprint car racing is a is a little bit more exciting than NASCAR. I'd say. No, no doubt about no, it. No, no, listen, I've been saying it for a long time. Four ten sprint car racing is making a comeback. Would you agree with me on that? Oh, I, I 100% agree. And you know, I've heard Brad Sweet say that quite a few times, and a couple other guys as well. It's it's on the rise, and I would say it's mostly thanks to, to Kyle Larson, obviously, and, and what he's done over the last two or three years, and it's bringing a lot more eyes to the sport. And um, I think it's you know maybe getting back to the point of those years when we were on TV for a whole bunch of time on the Outdoor Channel and things like that. Yeah. So hopefully that popularity returns, man, because uh, I I just I love sprint car racing. I'm not really a NASCAR guy, and they get all the praise in the world on NASCAR, and I watch it and I fall asleep, you know. So. You know what was um, I, boring? I just, you know what was boring? They had the Formula One on ABC Network yesterday, and I didn't see any passes at all. And it was about as boring as can be. And then I flip over well, last that, night and watch Kurt, a replay that, from Hobstadt, and I was thrilled all over again. That's even Formula though One race. racing right yeah. there. They they average for the pass for the lead 1.2. That's that's all they do. We knew who was going to win before it happened. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I, I Why agree are with, we anybody excited about that? Well, I, I agree with it. Kirk to yeah. the fact it, that's how bad it's been. Like, I mean, I, I, I get it's it. Terrible. Some of the tracks are really fun to watch. I tuned in for like five minutes what, yesterday. It what, was tough. When you, when you average 1.2 yeah. passes for the lead, it's not very good I racing. was far more excited about a replay of the World of Outlaws, a race that I'd already seen and know who won. Right than a original formula one race in canada there you go yeah yeah i don't i don't pay attention to f1 man i don't get what the hype is behind it i mean that the tv show is is definitely entertaining and interesting but from what i was told man it's all kind of scripted and they kind of make the stuff up on the tv show so i don't know what to believe but um i mean the cars are cool the technology is cool but I just uh, can't get into the racing, man. It's just uh, they don't pass anybody. They just run a straight line all the time. Right, right. Chase, we appreciate you taking the time to join us each week on the show, man. We we can't thank you enough for doing so. You're, you're the best in sprint car racing when it comes to pit reporting, and we, we can't wait to see you back on the screen on Dirt Vision. We'll see you this weekend up there at Houston's. Yeah. We'll see you this weekend, guys. Thanks for having me on. We'll, we'll see you this weekend. All right. We'll see Thanks, you. Chase. Thanks, Chase. All right, there you have it. Chase Rodman joining us here on Mostly Motorsports. It's nice all... of him take time out of his vacation to do that. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's all been brought to you by Rod End Supply featuring the Power Eye Midwest Lightning Sprints. Where are they racing this weekend, Kirk? Do you know? Uh, what, what... Last weekend they were at uh, Nevada. Nevada Speedway, and uh, Trice Roden won again. Yeah. yeah. And so... Uh, that's his second win this year, right? Yeah. Trice won again that, early that, already. Yeah. On, I think that's... Well, I meant... Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you're right. Forward. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, more Mostly Motorsports. Again, it's all brought to you by Rod and Supply. We'll be right back. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with the Racing Boys.
and Supply is involved with a variety of motorsports as well as industrial applications with many different types of products. Since 1989, Rod and Supply has provided superior products priced competitively. Whether you're racing at the circle track or drag strip, rock climbing, or going off-road, Rod and Supply is an assortment of Rod and Radius Rods and specialty products to keep your equipment moving. Rod and Supply's experienced staff is ready and willing to help you with your needs. Their promise is to continue to provide a superior product with superior service so you can stay in front of the field no matter what it is. To learn more, go to rodinsupply.com. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. Rod and Supply is involved with a variety of motorsports as well as industrial applications with many different types of products. Since 1989, Rod and Supply has provided superior products priced competitively. Whether you're racing at the circle track or drag strip, rock climbing, or going off-road, Rod and Supply is an assortment of Rod and's Radius Rods and specialty products to keep your equipment moving. Rod and Supply's experienced staff is ready and willing to help you with your needs. Their promise is to continue to provide a superior product with superior service so you can stay in front of the field no matter what it is. To learn more, go to rodandsupply.com. Rod and Supply is involved with a variety of motorsports as well as industrial applications with many different types of products. Since 1989, Rod and Supply has provided superior products priced competitively. Whether you're racing at the circle track or drag strip, rock climbing, or going off-road, Rod and Supply is an assortment of Rod and Radius Rods and specialty products to keep your equipment moving. Rod and Supply's experienced staff is ready and willing to help you with your needs. Their promise is to continue to provide a superior product with superior service so you can stay in front of the field no matter what it is. To learn more, go to rodandsupply.com. Here at Specialty Sportswear, in-house, we do all of the screen printing, all the embroidery. We do some vinyl. The other add specialty items like your pens, magnets, notepads, calendars. You can actually buy that, build your business, to make it larger. We have the largest screen printing process and the largest embroidery anywhere around in the area. We can do stuff all the way from your school clubs to sports teams, a professional look in the office. If you can imagine it, we can do it for you. Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com, serving the racing community for over 30 years. Welcome back to Mostly Motorsports. It's all brought to you by Rod and Supply, featuring the Power Eye Midwest Lightning Sprints. They're going to be racing down at CMS on June 30th. Is that right, correct? Friday night. That's on a Friday June night? June 30th. That, that part of their holiday weekend. Oh, yeah. Uh, racing, uh, you know, CMS always has special events on the holiday weekends. Yeah, no doubt. All right, let's bring on from racingdirt.com. Trenton Barry, Trenton, how you doing, buddy? 
Hey, I'm uh, I'm well today. Doing well. Uh, are you wore out after the big long weekend? Oh my gosh, I'm I'm smoked. I'm not gonna lie to you. You know, we went. So this started for me the first week in May. That weekend, I went to Wisconsin, finished up at Lakeside, had the next weekend off, went to Longdale, Oklahoma, and back home the next weekend. Weekend after that, went to Deer Creek up in southern Minnesota, finished in West Union, Iowa, was home. Uh, went the next week to uh, Shreveport, Louisiana, uh, had two days home, turned right back around, went to Mason City for a midweek show, came back home, went to western Wisconsin up to Cedar Lake this past weekend and back home. I'm uh, I've, I've never quite had a stretch, and I, I'm just, I'm not complaining about it whatsoever. Right. But I just never quite had a travel stretch like that in the whole time we've been doing it. So I'm I'm glad to be home. I'm home this whole week. I got a couple places this weekend, but I don't I don't have to go a million miles. I love traveling and I love going places. But if there's ever a weekend for me to be a little bit closer to the house and not quite so far away, I'm I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah, no doubt. You know, when we were touring with the uh, ASCS National Tour, and we're going to talk about that here in just a moment, but when we would go up to the Pacific Northwest for six weeks, Uh man, that was such a grind. Crazy, man. It's such a grind because you would stay up there and you would just live up there. And it's yeah. nothing like it's nothing like being at home, right? I've done I've done a month um, I've done the month of February a couple different times um, through Texas and always ended up Las Cruces area um, back when Todd raced a bunch in that that part of the year with the USMTS. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of those years they even had a region they called it the Gulf South region and it all it all wrapped up right around the first of March. Um, and so we, we would stay out that whole time, but man, it's, it's tough because like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to come home and be on civilian time and be a dad and keep the wife happy and, yeah. you know, and still go to the races. And that's, so then I go from, you know, I go from going to bed at two in the morning, not, not alcohol induced, but literally just working, you know, and getting back to the hotel, like two in the morning, most nights to, yeah. So then, you know, I got I got to flip the script and be up at six. And again, I'm not. It just is what it is. I'm 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 so grateful to do what we do, uh, but I'm I'm glad to be to be closer to home this weekend. Yeah, no doubt. Let's talk about the the Summit USMTS National Championship presented by Race and Dirt. Um, let's talk about uh, Sorensen picking up that win. What man? Yeah. So that was uh, that was not surprising that he won that not like not in the least surprising, but that was uh, that was really probably his first big win with the new team. You know, he he took over for Jimmy Mars there, and that's that's Jimmy's team and MB Customs team, and uh, they ran two cars that weekend. They, he ran his late model as well. You know, that race was big money for the late models too. They were they were three, five, and eleven, so they matched they matched the USMTS purse for both classes. Right. Uh, that, that were there. I had three classes, but for both the two headlines, it's kind of a co-headline event, and it, it's it's really awesome. That's that the place is so terrific. I could just I could go on for days and days about just how great Cedar Lake Speedway is and all the things that they do right. But um, Dustin had a had a terrific A main Saturday, and he he had a good redraw, which obviously helps a lot. You know, because you can you can be the high car in points after heat racing and your pill draw goes wrong, you can start on the fourth row. So, right, yeah. Uh, everybody, everybody, you know, it's, it's kind of a crapshoot even after you've qualified. 
um, a little bit. So he just he just put the whole race together and uh, was out there, held off Dylan Thornton and Jason Hughes. Uh, Dylan Thornton did a great job as well. His best run ever with the USMTS. Great, great young racer out of Iowa. He was originally from from California, raced a bunch with Chris Kearns back when he was, was growing up and uh, has relocated to central Iowa, the Des Moines area. Right. And, is, is really good in the stock car and really good in the modified and um, has, has been running good here lately. And he was second on the final restart. Jason Hughes slipped right around him and uh, was able to duck back to the bottom and steal second away there late um, on a restart. But uh, Dylan came home third and great run for Jason. Jason's, he's trying to bust a six year winless streak out on the road with the USMTS and it's coming. I, I never, uh, I've never, I've never doubted the man. He is as good as it gets behind the wheel. There's just so many more racers week in and week out on this thing than there used to be. And so the, the wins are just at such a premium anymore. Yeah, It's, it's crazy. It's so, crazy how much more competitive it's gotten. You know, it, it's not chump change. Uh, Sorensen picked up $11,000. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good payday. Heck of a haul. Heck of a haul for him. And Placey's raced at a bunch. And that's that good for the MB Customs team, too. You know, they have a ton of race cars there. Tons of customers there. They had, uh, and you know, and they ran the house car program, fielded two cars all weekend, and they brought they brought a lot of guys from the shop to help work on not only their cars but customer cars and help them with parts. And it's uh, it's kind of a it's kind of a de facto MB Customs home race. Honestly, it's 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 got a crazy feel to it, you know, because they're just just right up the road there. And uh, it was awesome. We we got to they had kind of a longer break there to turn the racetrack before the A Main Saturday night. Pat Graham and I both worked in the infield, and so I was kind of setting up interviews for Pat over outside of turn number two there, and we were able to snag Jimmy late. And uh, I don't know that a lot of people have talked to him publicly since he he decided he was going to retire and focus on his customers and his his race car team. And man, he just he worked like a dog all weekend to keep keep those race cars going, and and he was in great spirits Saturday. So that was awesome to uh, to hear. You know, it's. You can't hardly think about Cedar Lake Speedway without the name Jimmy Mars. They're kind of like one and one, you know, synonymous with the other there. So it was neat to see that, and he he seemed genuinely happy. And I know he was he was tickled to death after Dustin won that race for him Saturday night. I thought Friday night's race was uh, better than Saturday night. Uh, Dustin Sorensen looked like he was on his way that night, but I think he had two guys gang up on him there: Jake O'Neill and Caden yeah. Carter. Carter got the best of him right there, but. Yeah. Uh, two guys ganging up on you is hard when you're the leader. So I think the Friday night race was probably the best of the three. I'm glad you mentioned that. What To me, what was so crazy, Kirk, if you think back even before right there at the very end, there was a large chunk in the middle of that race that there were five cars, and those five were so close that if, you know, if one, two, or three screws up going into either of the turns, four and five are easily going to take the lead. And that's not something, even in what are considered great races, it's not very often that you have, at least in my experience, I'm sure you, you know, we've all seen these things, but where there are legitimately five cars that could lead whatever, whatever lap you're coming to back at the line. And it, it was awesome. And that was a, a big chunk of that race Friday night. And Caden Carter got that, got that thing done late. Uh, but boy, it was, that thing was contested right up to the very end. Uh, yeah. And I'm with you. I, I think Friday night's race was the best of the weekend. And uh, Carlos Amada Jr., is that the way you say it? Yep. Thursday night's winner. Yep. Carlos Amada Jr. from El Paso, Texas. He's out of the El Paso, Las Cruces area. Vado Speedway is his home racetrack. And prior to that, Southern New Mexico Speedway uh, runs a Hughes car. He's very close with uh, 
Jason and his camp and Derek Ramirez and his camp, those, those three guys all pit together and uh they had a they had a great had a great show in there on what should I, you know what what was so what here's what here's what was crazy so i do these i do these pre-race interviews every every usmts day and i i, I pick a different driver um and I, I really don't have a whole lot of rhyme or reason i just i i interviewed carlos on thursday the night he won and and my thought process uh he's pretty close with tyler herb and they had went i want to see what he thought of racing at West Plains, a, a big race that Tyler Herb won and going with him. He won at Arrowhead Speedway, which has had a multi-million dollar renovation. I wanted to find out about Arrowhead, where he was at with the USMTS. I knew he'd been to Cedar Lake. Anyway, I had a few things I wanted to talk to Carlos about, so he was my Thursday guest, won the race. Um, and then Saturday, Dustin Thornton was my guest, and he won the race. So I uh, I, ha- I had a little I had a little luck on my side picking drivers this weekend. It was right. kind of crazy. Yeah. Hey, uh, Trenton, I know that you texted me a little bit earlier, and there's some ASCS National Tour news coming up, right? Yeah, so it is. And I, I, um, I'm finally at a, at a place we can, we can talk here a little bit. And we've, we've done the last handful of uh, ASCS National Tour races kind of on a, a weekend-by-weekend basis. Um, but, but excited, and then the press release isn't even out yet. So, uh, I, know, I know Brian was, was working on it, but. I don't have any better better time than now to just let everybody know that we're going to be carrying those national tour races going forward. So um, it's it's been a long time in the uh, in the making here. There have been a lot of phone calls and a lot of text messages to uh, to get this all orchestrated. Um, I sincerely appreciate Flow Racing's willingness to work with us on this, and I don't think it can be. Uh, I, I can't state this enough how appreciative i am uh for them making it available um for us there was there was no battle there was no war there are no hard feelings there is no drama and that that when you start talking about rights fees and negotiations and discussions for races virtually never happens and i am i am as good or better friends with michael rigsby than i was before we ever started talking about this and um they they really they really went above and beyond what should have reasonably been expected um, in the scenario to help make this possible, and I cannot thank them enough for that. I'm thrilled that we're going to be able to carry these races going forward. I've got a, I've got a great group of people. I mean, we've got a guys. We got a heck of a team, and and they've been working like crazy. And and you know, Stick and I talked to them when this was coming about, like. Hey, this is going to change some things. This is going to add some dates. And to a person, every one of them said, "Let well, let's go get after it." And they were excited to do it, and we are too. And I'm, I'm going to get to a handful of them personally. I'm obviously I'm I'm the least important cog in the wheel for this whole thing, but I'm going to be be at a handful of these races too. Um, I, I've been I've been watching them. I've been watching a lot more open wheel races. I'm trying to get myself up to speed with what what exactly we're doing, how to do this the best, and how to help. Terry Maddox and all those teams elevate and rise to the level that I know I know they want to be at. I'm excited to be associated with them, and I hope this is the start of a great partnership for many years to come. So, so, so uh, uh, all, there, there all, it is. I know I know you like breaking news. I, I know that. I, and listen, all of these races are going to be on racing dirt, right? Not on flow. Hundred percent. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, we I watched yep. the last two nights of racing at Humboldt and 81 Speedway, oh, oh, and I got to tell you right now, you guys are doing great coverage. Uh, hey, listen, is, coverage. is Michael Jackson going to be shooting all those races? So Michael Jackson is producing, and Cordell, Cordell Rogers is shooting, Josh Mathis. Um, we've just hired a new shooter, a kid by the name of Zach Trunkhill. He was with us at Cedar Lake this weekend. He's going to be available for some of these. Um, it, it, it was really, it was really tough. The time, the timing was really tough. The timing was not ideal because we just had to figure out how we could make this work. Like it's not easy to just go add sixty some races. I don't, I don't know exactly what the total was, but in that ballpark, yeah. Um, in the middle of the year, once you already have a staff schedule planned out, and it required additional hiring, and it's been additional nights away, and it's been more equipment, but. It's something that we felt strongly enough about that it was worth it was worth kicking the can down the road because things like that just aren't available, and right. and they're certainly not available in a scenario that you don't have to go fight and screw somebody. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's 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 a thing that in this world, it's just it just doesn't happen. So when you have a small window for opportunity, you, you better damn well figure out how to do it if you want to stay in business. Yeah. And um, Michael, so Michael even had went and, and they had, they had ran Cordell from the, the top down to the grandstands to shoot interviews. And, uh, Michael had, had shot and produced, he had cut a camera while he was shooting. Uh, we've, we've tried all sorts of different things and everybody's kind of filling their niche and figuring out what's going to make it work. And I, ideally I'd like to add, I got, so I got a couple people. I'd like to add one more person at, at some point here. I, we're not probably going to be there this year. Uh, and maybe not even next year. I, I don't really know, but I, I'd like I'd like a three man crew to go do ASCS. But I'm super proud of my boys for what what they've been able to do here, and it's it's really important to them too. You know, they've we've done a lot of this OCRS and URSS and the regional races, and just trying to kind of get our feet underneath us in in this world. And, you know, stuff Terry's involved with, and um, man, I just I just want to be a great partner to him. I, I've been super impressed with. Terry is a he is a go getter roots go getter and man I'm just telling you that that's the kind of guy that I want to go work with I mean that's that's exactly what we are and and that that is a combination that I am super excited to go put our time and effort and our money behind it's the kind of guy I want to tell people about it's, it's the kind of race and I want to go watch it yeah. it, it just it just is and you know what? I, I've said it a lot, and, and we've talked about it as a group. I have the utmost respect for Todd Staley. He is one of the greatest promoters in the history of dirt track racing, and I don't use that lightly. And you might say, oh, well, okay, this or that. You think about the millions and millions and millions of dollars over that guy's career that he's been responsible for paying out yeah. and the fact that he has, he has not cut purses. If there's any way possible, even if he's going to go lose 20,000-plus on a race, if the weather, you know, a lot of times the weather's bad, he will still push to go get those races. And there have been some times we have raced on some nights that it was insane to go try to race. And I've told him, like, dude, you are freaking crazy if you're going to go run this race. I, I have that level of respect for Todd Staley. I see, I see a lot of the same tendencies, even though he's younger, doesn't have the experience but but the will and the grit and the determination to just figure out how to make it happen, I see a lot of those same things in Terry here, and I've I've been really impressed, guys. He's 
you know him. You guys know him really well. Hell, you know him better than I do. I, I, I don't. I don't have one single thing that's made me step back and go, "Eh, boy, I don't. I don't. I don't know there." Right. Um. And I'm. I'm. I'm ready to go all in with him. He's got a lot of energy. I can tell you that. Uh, no doubt about it. And, and listen, uh, if, if there's any applications to be put in, just let me know. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. I, I hear you. I, I got to figure out how to make it work. You, I'll you, tell you this. You, you know what? What I what I dislike really about the broadcast is the downtime. I do. Because, you know, me me and Scotty Cook for 13, 12, 13 years were out on the road, and we never had downtime. We, we never – we always made it interesting during the broadcast. And I, I'll tell you this. Between between Brian and Scotty, they're working on it. We've, we've had nights that we've had more pre-race content to fill in those downtimes. I'm sure there's going to be a little bit of dead air, guys. I'm telling you, like – Listen, if, if you want to know the honest to God truth, I'm not even close to being profitable on this thing right now. But I don't, but I don't care because I believe in it. So it, it, we're going to have to. It's going to have to carry its way. You know, I, I don't. I don't need it to be some financial windfall for us. But it's going to have to carry its way once we figure out how to get it to carry its way, which I think we will because we figured that out with the USMTS. I know, I know the playbook and the recipe how, how to make this thing happen. But it's gonna it's gonna have to get there, and then we're gonna be able to talk about all right. What what are the next things we can do to continue to evolve? You know, can 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 we staff a production van for this thing? Can we add a person to it? Can we can we bring in more equipment? You know, what what other things can we do to get this up up to speed where it needs to be? I'm really proud of our boys for where it's at right now. I'm gonna tell you, it, it's not easy what we've asked them to go do, and they they've hit a they've hit a freaking home run with it. So yeah. Um, it's just it's just gonna have to get there. and it takes time, guys. It took us it took us six eight years to get to get the USMTS to be really good uh, to 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 be where you're like, all right, this is this is this is gonna be able to do it for us. And um, I just I want I want to get ASCS racing right there. And the, the main thing, the reason I want to do it, because I believe that the guy making the decisions has no quit in him. And I just I respect the fact so much when somebody just refuses to lose well having watched i'm, I'm uh, all about it i stayed home the other night uh, watched a lot of different races on a lot of different platform well to the you know, flow and dirt vision but i gotta tell you trenton your platform ranks right up there with what dirt vision and flow are doing you've upped the broadcast quality uh, when I tune in to watch those races at the Masters this past weekend, you had everything that those guys have, and the platform is user-friendly. And when you compare that to where, you know, PowerEye and some of these other organizations are going with, I think Terry Maddox making a very smart move hooking up with you guys that have the infrastructure already set up, the quality is there, and they'll help. Once he gets that thing up and going, that'll feed off each other with the USMTS and the other things that you have going on. So I like where you're at production-wise and as a subscriber to tune in to your broadcasts and have that compared to what Dirt Vision and what Flow are doing. I think you guys are there right now, and I think it's a big move for the ASCS to get with you guys because last year not so good 
with the production. Uh, Not so the, good. The race on Texas was a horrible broadcast, just so you know. Well, so, hey, listen, I, I, I'll tell you this. We, we, I team up with those guys, and we we split that American Racer Modified Series. And they do about half of them, and we do about half of them. And it's just not some – I cannot – I can't staff a full USMTS-style production for it. And, and, and they're not in a spot to do it either. But it was important enough to both of us to figure out how to make it work. I, I tell you that to tell you I have a great working relationship with them. I very much respect what they do. I respect what they're about. I know the ins and outs. I know their pain points. I know where they succeed. Um, I have a great relationship with Chris David. Uh, I know his business partner, Harry, a little bit as well. I don't talk to him uh, quite as much, but um, I, I, I do talk to Chris David quite a bit. And, and I just, I'll just tell you this. I have nothing but respect for those guys. Now, with that said, this wasn't like I didn't go steal something from Race on Texas either. Race on Texas was not the rights holder for ASCS. They worked as a production component for Flow Racing. So when Flow Racing decided that there could be the opportunity for a change, that that was that was what happened. So there was yeah. not a scenario for them to uh, that they were going to be able to go cover every one of them. Uh, I, I, I'm only going to say so, this. Uh, and I, I know that you're you're good friends with those guys down there at Race on Texas, yep. but the the problem we, is, we do a lot we do a lot of work together with them. Yeah, and I very much respect and appreciate them. the The problem was was the camera work. It it, it just it, you know I traveled with Jeff Christensen, who is one of the best mm-hmm. videographers there is in the business. Well, so is Michael and, Jackson, and, and Michael Jackson is as <laughs> yeah, well. Sure. But uh, what I guarantee, I guarantee it. But but I was so used to seeing a certain kind of broadcast that I was I was disappointed in it. That uh, I'm just going to yeah. say that. Well, no well, worries no, about that now, right? No, especially the, after what I saw this past weekend yeah. at both Humboldt and 81. You're yeah. back in business, right? No uh, doubt. The way you like to see it, no doubt about it. So this. Uh, this Cordell Rogers was working for us was a, he was kind of a protege from Michael Jackson. Michael's worked with him. They lived down there together. And, you know, Cordell's been a, been a huge asset. to what He did, he did and, work for us. Um, we know Cordell very well. Yep. Yep. And he's, he shot, he's going to shoot, he's going to shoot top angle at a bunch of these races. And, um, this Zach Trunkhill that's working for us as well. Um, it's going to slide over kind of into that U.S. I didn't really have a USMTS primary role. And that was, that was something too, you know, we just kind of, schedule a few weeks out and figure out all right who's who's went this weekend who's going to go this weekend and you know geographically it it makes more sense to have more of our guys around oklahoma folks on ascs and zach lives in northern iowa well that's going to be that's going to be perfect for a big chunk of the usmts and if either one goes the other way then we're we're also covered there too I, i was trying to in all this the other thing i was trying to do was i was trying to think about think about all our help and just not making them travel a million miles if they didn't have to, because nobody's ever complained. They've done everything we've asked for them. I'm, uh, I'm grateful for them. Um, but I just, I just wanted to figure out a way that we could do all this and make it a little bit easier on them as well. Yeah. I'll tell you what's an underrated. Just, I just appreciate their effort so much. What is an underrated product right now that you've had some of these races on the Oil Capital Racing Series? They put on some pretty so good races it, this it past is. weekend. And, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you this: viewership's picking up on that old Capital Racing Series. 
I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm, I've been I've been pretty impressed. It's good racing. Hey, listen, we, we had we we had good numbers with OCRS, didn't we, Kurt? Yeah, they, we, I, a new star has been really great. Reese Moran, keep an eye on him. Yeah, yeah, and and I'll tell you too. I know I know it's a little bit out of the wheelhouse from you know Kansas City to Southern Missouri here geographically here, but I'm just telling you guys, Fountain City and Deer Creek Speedway Weekly. We got Tyler Rinkum that shoots those, and he does so much for us, so much creatives and promotional work. But he streams those two racetracks weekly, and I mean just. Shut the front door. I mean, those places—they race out of this world every week. People care about them. People go to the races. People watch the races. So, um, I don't—I don't want to sell that stuff short. I've—I've told you guys a lot of different weeks. Just, you know, racing Minnesota and Wisconsin, how strong it is overall, and um, to have have the opportunity to 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 work in those two places is is special to us too. You you know. I was getting ready to go to PA Speed Week out in Pennsylvania, but it it looks like it's 60% chance of rain all week long, so it looks like I'm going to Houston's. There you go. Yeah, man, I'd love I'd love to go see a USMTS race at Houston's. I bet that place is wicked. You've probably been there, haven't you? I've never been. Uh, there. Oh, I've been there many times. Yeah. Yeah, man, I, I bet I bet that place is just awesome. It is. It's a great racetrack, man. Um, what was that guy's name? Chuck that built that place and, and just remodeled everything there. What was his name? Chuck. I can't remember his last name. I can't remember his last name. But well, yeah. his biggest <laughs> mistake, he renamed it Badland Speedway. Yeah, and he spent millions of dollars on that racetrack up there, and it is just one of the nicest racetracks in the country. Yeah, that's uh, that's awesome to hear. I bet, I bet, I bet it's going to be a heck of a show. Yeah, no doubt. They had to do some more work to it when that tornado hit. Yeah, last year. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Well, Trenton, we appreciate you taking the time to join us here on the show each week, man. We can't thank you enough for doing so. I, uh, I don't, I don't think most weeks I'll always have news like this. So I was, I was tickled to get that out there, guys. Especially, I know, I know you guys aren't in the, the streaming game anymore, but I know how important that series was to you all, and how much you valued it, and the effort, and the money that you put into it. So I just want to tell you thanks, and I'm. I'm hopeful we can carry on at least a small part of what the, the foundation and the groundwork that you guys laid for it. So um, just know that it's it's important to us. We're going to treat it just like we treat the USMTS. And and I, I hold Terry Maddox and Brian Holbert in the absolute highest regard within this entire sport. Well, there's nobody that wants to see the ASCS succeed more than the racing boys. So no, no doubt that, about it. That is for sure. And uh, what is it? Thursday night at Lawton. Saturday night at Caney yep. Valley, right? Yep. I'm going to go to Caney Saturday, and I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to probably go to Arrowhead Friday night. I need to go. I need to go check out Bryce's place. I've not been there yet. Um, they've got an American Racer Mod Series show there Friday night, so that'll be just about perfect. I'm going to slide over. I think to Caney, Kansas. I know I'm going to Caney, Kansas on Saturday night, and I think I'm going to probably go ahead and go to Arrowhead Friday since I'll be in that that part of the part of the country. So yeah, well, I'm looking forward to uh, to a great weekend. Trenton, thanks so much for taking the time to join us each and every week, man. We loved talking USMTS with you on on Race and Dirt and ASCS with the National Tour, which all the races are going to be on Race and Dirt now. So you got to check it out. And Kirk and I got a discount code in there too. I don't. I don't know if if anybody listening, if you don't mind, it's uh, 
ASCS 2023. It's uh, $50 off. Makes it $149.99 if purchased through the website. Now, that that's not for app sales, but just through the website. And we'll plan to leave that active for a while that's going a good forward. Deal. So yeah. Throw that code know, out there one more for, time. So it's ASCS 2023, all capital letters, no spaces. And I just, we just wanted to, you know, Stick and I talked about it. And I know a lot of those people that wanted to watch the ASCS had a, would have an annual subscription. And there's nothing I can do about that. I, I, I literally, I can't. I can't control that they bought that and that it's not going to be there. But what what I can do is try to try to cut a break if they want to come over and join us and, and kind of see what we're all about without um, trying to trying to just skin you over, you know. Yeah, so, no doubt. Um, ASCS twenty twenty three. It's one forty nine ninety nine. That's good for. It's not good through like the end of the year. It's good for a calendar year. So yeah. Well, that sounds great. Uh, Trenton, thanks so much for taking the time to join us here on Mostly Motorsports, man. We'll talk to you You next week, all right? Yep, and I appreciate you having me on. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Trenton. I'm glad to be on with you every week. Uh, All right, buddy. Thank you. Good job. All right, that's Trenton Berry from RacingDirt.com. Again, all of the ASCS National Tour races are going to be on uh, RacingDirt.com. Big news. Those guys... I, I don't know if people know this or not, but Trenton and Stick, they worked for us for four years, didn't they, Kurt? They did. Yeah. So, And here's the thing I like about Michael Jackson. He can step in there. He knows the culture of the ASCS. Oh, he, no doubt. He, I mean, he worked with us for many years doing stuff, and he knows the players and knows what people want. Kirk, the guy that uh, built – uh, Husitz was Chuck Brennan. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Cordell, uh, he shot some races for us too. He's worked with, uh, Michael down there for a long time. So those guys yeah. are, the ASCS is in good hands with race and dirt. Yeah. Trust no, me on that. No doubt. And, and we're, we're glad that we're not doing it anymore. Aren't we Kirk? Well, yeah. Well, I'm glad we're doing what we're doing right this minute. Right. This is what we do. Yeah, this is so, what we do. It'll be fun. Hey, uh, the ASCS race on Saturday night down at 81 Speedway, Jason Martin won again, it, but it looked like it was going to be Brandon Anderson. But he had an engine let go, and they said that that was the second engine that it, they blew in, in two, two nights. nights. Yeah. And you want to see somebody as <clears throat> mad as can be, it was Brandon Anderson. That's a lot of when money. When that car yeah. locked up on the back straightaway. <laughs> That's big money. He That's a lot of money. He was mad. $50,000 a know motor. I don't know who's building his grand. engines. Is it? Huh? I don't know who's building his engines, but I don't know, I'm but sure they're going to take a Hard Another look, look at that. At what's going to happen there? Because losing, I think that's the third engine that yeah, they've lost. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I thought you, we talked about this before. Right? Yeah. So this might be $150,000 worth of engine. But it happened while he was leading the race. He had passed Jason Martin, and he yeah. was on his way to victory when the car just slowed, and that was that. Yeah. All but right. Congratulations to Jason Martin. Another big win for him. Uh, Before we go to break, uh, I just want to remind everybody what's going on up at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. They're going to be giving away a 2023 Z06 with a Z07 performance package. It's a pearl white Metallica tri-coat color. And they're going to give you $25,000 in cash to help you pay for the taxes. And they're going to be giving that away on Saturday, August 19th. 
2023, Kirk. This car makes 760 horsepower. It's a 5.5 LT6 V8 engine. It goes from 60, 0 to 60 in 2.6 seconds. That's a little too fast for Kirk Elliott. It's an 8-speed automatic. It's got a lofty uh, 8,600 RPMs at 670 horsepower. It's got the big brakes. It's got the big tires on it. It's got everything on it. And let me tell you, folks, you can buy a raffle ticket at winaz06corvette.com. Winaz06corvette.com. And it is just one of the nicest cars. You're looking at it on the screen right now. That's exactly what you're going to win. That car right there. And I'm telling you. Oh, oh, hold on. Your mic's not on top. One drove through my neighborhood, Scott. It did? Just a blue one. Let me tell you, they sound. I could hear it with my window shut, right? Oh, no way. And he got it because he sees my Mustang obviously parked outside. Yeah. You know, and there's another guy up the street's got a little hot rod. So he didn't gun it, but he gave it enough to where you could hear it. And I thought, wonder what that noise is. And I looked up. And it was one of those. And he was coming up. And, I, and, and it was it because you can tell where he said right here on the, the package, right by the door. Yeah. That, that kind of gives it away. That little air induction, which right. you're seeing right yeah. there, that that's kind of different compared to all the other ones. And, uh, and also those brakes. If you see those brakes roll up next to you on the stoplight next to you, you're set next to the to the bad boy. Yeah. Because okay. that's a real one right there. And right. if you want to buy anything from the the uh, Hall of Fame uh, the the store, you can do that at sprintcarstuff.com. That's sprintcarstuff.com. We're gonna and, be back. Uh, go ahead. What? I'm just going to say that the other big news has come out with the Hall of Fame here over the last couple of days that they are now taking uh, ticket purchases for the Triple uh, X A I Parker Engines 410 Sprint Car. They're going to be given away again this year. That sweepstakes uh, the benefit the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame now available for purchase. Uh, go to uh, winasprintcar.com website. And purchase your tickets now for that triple uh, X car that they're going to be giving away. Winasprintcar.com. Winasprintcar.com. Winasprint. Where you go? Oh yeah, yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, no so, doubt about it. So uh, that's uh, that's the thing that they've had going on for a few years up now, and they're going to do it again this year. We tried to get the winner on last year, Scott. We had we, we got Kirk called him, and he he didn't want to come on. He, did not he? only he did, first he didn't even believe he won. First of all. And then he said, well, I don't think I'm going to be able to afford to keep it. And then Kirk told him, you get money, too. They're paying for $25,000. They're paying for all. And the guy, he couldn't believe it. He, he said, well, I, 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 and Kirk tried, I don't know how many times, Kirk, you tried two or three times to get that winner of that sprint car on. And he just did not want to, he just didn't want to, he was just, no, no thanks. I didn't want to do it. All right. We're going to take a final break. Keep it under wraps. We're going to take yeah. our, our final break of the day. And uh, this is Mostly Motorsports. It's all brought to you by Rod In Supplies, featuring the Power Eye Midwest Lightning Sprints. They'll be racing down at CMS on Friday, June 30th. We'll be right back. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with the Racing Boys. 
Rod and Supply is involved with a variety of motorsports as well as industrial applications with many different types of products. Since 1989, Rod and Supply has provided superior products priced competitively. Whether you're racing at the circle track or drag strip, rock climbing, or going off-road, Rod and Supply is an assortment of Rod and Radius Rods and specialty products to keep your equipment moving. Rod and Supply's experienced staff is ready and willing to help you with your needs. Their promise is to continue to provide a superior product with superior service so you can stay in front of the field no matter what it is. To learn more, go to rodandsupply.com. Rod and Supply is involved with a variety of motorsports as well as industrial applications with many different types of products. Since 1989, Rod and Supply has provided superior products priced competitively. Whether you're racing at the circle track or drag strip, rock climbing, or going off-road, Rod and Supply is an assortment of Rod and Radius Rods and specialty products to keep your equipment moving. Rod and Supply's experienced staff is ready and willing to help you with your needs. Their promise is to continue to provide a superior product with superior service so you can stay in front of the field no matter what it is. To learn more, go to rodandsupply.com. Especially sportswear in-house. We do all of the screen printing, all the embroidery. We do some vinyl. The other add specialty items like your pens, magnets, notepads, calendars. You can actually buy that, build your business, and make it larger. We have the largest screen printing process and the largest embroidery anywhere around in the area. We can do stuff all the way from your school clubs to sports teams, a professional look in the office. If you can imagine it, we can do it for you. Rod and Supply is involved with a variety of motorsports as well as industrial applications with many different types of products. Since 1989, Rod and Supply has provided superior products priced competitively. Whether you're racing at the circle track or drag strip, rock climbing, or going off-road, Rod and Supply is an assortment of Rod and Radius Rods and specialty products to keep your equipment moving. Rod and Supply's experienced staff is ready and willing to help you with your needs. Their promise is to continue to provide a superior product with superior service so you can stay in front of the field no matter what it is. To learn more, go to rodandsupply.com. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com, serving the racing community for over 30 years. Welcome back. It's mostly motorsports. Todd, I went and saw Rival Sons and Government Mule last week. And let me tell you something. I think Rival Sons outdid Government Mule. Well, they're young and hungry, right? Oh, they are. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, but let me tell you something about the Rival Sons singer. Jay Buchanan. Yeah. Uh, um, all I can say is, is that they, they'd been out on the road for five weeks and his voice was a little tired. Well, let me tell and, you. In fact, he looked like he was completely exhausted. Yeah. I was going to say, I saw, I saw a little video that you posted and I was going to say the same thing that, oh boy, looks tired. 
he was tired, man. Uh, I'm just telling you, he was so tired. Yeah, this show that I'm pulling up, this was just a couple days. This was June 8th of this month, and I saw this before you got, and I thought the same thing, Scott. He uh, he looks a little tired. Yeah. No, he he was def- definitely tired, and and he didn't use his voice like he normally does. You know what I mean? Well, I bet you, I bet it's hurting. I bet you it's hurting right now. Well, and, and you know what? Another thing that really disappointed me when I went down there. What's that? They didn't have any three X shirts. See, people they have to know, man, that everybody they sold not, them all out already. You got to bring more than. You got to bring more than five three Xers out on the road. And now is this a government mule or no, this a rival is, sons? This is, this is rival sons right okay. here. Yeah, but the T-shirts was that rival sons or government mule? Both. That's both. That's right. No, he's talking about the T-shirt. About the T-shirt problem. Um, I I bought a government mule shirt. You got they, had, they had three. Well, Warren's, three a big, X's. Warren's a bigger was a bigger guy back in the day, so he probably knows. Make sure you got. You got to have big boy shirts. You got to have the big boy shirts if you're going to be out on the road. Uh, let me they tell shrink you, up and me they... and Deidre learned that the hard way do. when we were out on the road selling T-shirts. You got to have those. You got to have the big boy shirts, don't you, Kurt? Yeah. I mean, I, d- I didn't know that before you guys got into the business, and which that was a pretty successful business for racing boys. We sold a lot of T-shirts for a while, man. But I know it was a lot of work for you guys out there on the road. Yeah. No, it was it was a lot of work, man. To be honest with you, the only thing that I miss on the road is the people. Sure, yeah, the people that I've met along the way. Well, that's how it always is, right? I mean, yeah. you don't miss your high school. You mil- you really miss the people at your high school. You don't really miss your old job. But you might miss a few of the people, you know. I mean, it's the well, people and the friendships that you make when you're out there on that road. And, 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 and we we know so many people up in the Pacific Northwest. Absolutely. You know, up at, around the Seattle area. And, and so many great followers that are from Ohio and Pennsylvania. And I'm sorry I'm not going to make it out there. Yeah, we don't but want. It, it, I, I, I just can't afford to waste the money on fuel to drive out there and just to get rained out. And on time, I mean, you know, it's a lot of time investment when you're doing that thing. It's, we know you've been talking about it a long time, but it sounds like you're still going to be able to make some racing. So, it, it won't be a total wash. It'll just be a wash of. Hey, and, and I want to say something as well. I want to thank Liberty RV for allowing us to use one of their RVs behind the truck liberty rv in liberty missouri is absolutely the best rv dealership in kansas city there's nobody better there's nobody that does a better job and they are perfect for racing boys and they've really taken good care of us haven't they kurt always have for for years haven't they for 20 years they've taken and they're not a sponsor we're just we're just telling you how it is and all I can do is just give them a little love on the That's radio, right? right? I mean, and how can people find Liberty RV if they want to? Go to LibertyRV.com. All the contact information is right there. Can't they've miss got a it. big selection up there and on inventory up there right now, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, I want to give a shout out. We got guest in here helping us out today we got kyle's in here today yeah no doubt we, we appreciate he's him coming in he's going to be replacing you next week you're going to be right. out on the road here a couple weeks um, huh i got a baseball trip 
um, heading to Tennessee, so uh, Memphis. And um, so we'll be in good hands. Kyle's going to help fill in. And uh, Kyle's from Sports Radio 810, works over there during the during the week. He was our producer for our track talk show for many years or many months. And yeah. now he's moving to the afternoon. So glad to have Kyle here today. He's picking up the ropes pretty quick over here. So uh, Tammy said, perfectly understandable. Marie says, hey, it's cool. Have a good time this weekend. I have other things and friends to see, so <laughs> I'm still going out. They understand. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when it says 50, Six, 60% one of them was, yeah, chance of rain on every one of day. <laughs> one of them was 68% chance. Oh, I mean, you know, you're not... Not a good good chance that you're going to get everything in, so that ain't worth pulling that far. I'm going to leave tomorrow to go to Houston. Yeah, and you still drop off the thing on the way back, then, right? No, that, no, um, no. We're going to uh, Eldora. Yeah, yeah. We're going to take it. That's out not to, on the way back. No, but I meant that's where you're going. Right. With, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's where we're going to go next. Yeah, yeah. In July. That's, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Do you believe Kirk's going to ride out there with me? Well, I'll, I'll take some video. Take some video. I just want to. I like Kirk and his road trips are fun. Kirk, Kirk has a chance of nodding out while we're driving. Well, it's not as much as it used to. You know, back when Kirk and you both had, before you guys had the CPAP machines brought into your lives, both of you guys had a. You know, it was tough to get sleep right. You know, and Kirk would. I I sleep better now than I ever have. Well, Kirk Elliott, I'll, I'll, I can be. Do you sleep better now, Kirk? Kirk, I I guarantee you did. Without the CPAP machines, we'd both be dead right now. Kirk Elliott, I used to room with Kirk. People don't. When we used to do the Chili Bowl, before we had the, we used to have a house that we used. But before that, we used hotels. And me and Kirk roomed because we've, me and Kirk's known each other since for a long time. So. And we have a Saturday morning show. So me and Kirk would have to get up the same time, and I'm not going to get a cameraman up at. 6 a.m. So, Kirk Elliott and I'm I'm I was always on the road. So he was always on the road. So, but Kirk Elliott, when we would be doing our show, when we be at the Chili Bowl, Kirk would be editing. People don't realize Kirk's the book guy too. He's doing the punching the money numbers. He's also counting the pay per view buys and taking the back end of all the problems. So he would be at the business desk at the hotel, and that poor guy would just nod off. All I mean in the middle. We, we've got some video of it. I would take photos of Kirk and three. He wore these <laughs> racing boy shirts, and they would be three different color shirts with three different nights of nodding off. And I'll tell you what, ever since Kirk Elliott got on the CPAP, he's never once nodded off. I've never seen him nod off. Not during the show. Not during a racing boys brought. Not during. I've never seen him nod off during the show. I'm talking about when we would do those shows. You know, during the broadcast, he would he would if nod I were off. To nod off during a show. No, that means not. I would be bored with you. Yeah, but I'm telling you, I know that CPAP works in Kirk Elliott's yeah. sleep, and Kirk sleeps through the night now. Right, like he put that machine on and he was out. I would never see him wake up again until the next morning. Yeah. So I know it works for you guys. So uh, yeah, it, it's. I'd like to have some video when you're going down the road with Kirk. Uh, Cole, Cole said, he just said, uh, I think I'll take my chances with 60% chance rain over a 100% chance of rubber. <laughs> well, uh, that's a that's going to be a big issue. They better be on top of that up there because uh, last night that track rubbered down. Well, I, listen, I, I'm not going to spend the money on fuel to drive all the way to Pennsylvania just to get rained out. Now, I'll tell you this. Port Royal Speedway never disappoints me, and the same 
for Saturday night. That track is rock solid every time I tune in to watch. And it was no different on Saturday night. Great non-wing and 410 sprint car races on Saturday night. The Silver Crown race was kind of a runaway, although Chase Dietz did a great job yeah. finishing in second place. But Logan Seavey had them all covered in the uh, in the Silver Crown race. But that Port Royal Speedway is, uh, the way they do that racetrack is perfect. Yeah. Because every time I tune in, I'm never disappointed. Kirk, Davey Heskin picked up $10,000 up at Knoxville this weekend, didn't he? He did. Big yeah. win up there for Davey Heskin, who won the championship a couple of years ago without winning a feature race. And so he comes back first win in a long time for Davey Heskin as he passed Aaron Reitzel for the win. And also congratulations to Chase Randall, who uh, won the 360 feature his first win at Knoxville and I thought it looked like Garrett Williamson was going to make it two in a row right but Chase Randall able to make the move around him with uh, a few laps to go to Tyler Courtney picked up the Ohio Speed Week championship he was the champion of the overall uh, speed week and uh, big win for Brent Marks picking off a uh, exciting victory at Portsmouth Raceway Park on Saturday night. Brent Marks looks like they may have found something in that car. Looked like Justin Peck was going to be the winner after that big haymaker of a slide job as he pulled on both Marks and Rico Abreu. Rico still had a pretty good finish uh, up there. He Even if Rico doesn't win, he's finishing near the top of just about every race he enters. Yeah. Uh, Trice Rodden, he picked up his second win with the uh, – Midwest Lightning Sprints this weekend, didn't he, Kurt? Seemed like that's about four in a row. It says two. Two? Yeah. I re- and then I remember T- Tyler Johnson has won four. I don't know if that's, if that's what that means or not. I'm not sure how accurate that is, but Trice Roden seems like he's won like four in a row now. So we'll go back and check on that. But uh, he's he's the guy with the Midwest Lightning Sprints right now. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good action. The other, the other great racetrack that I've said is on my bucket list is Fairbury Speedway. They call it Falls. They had another great late model show on Saturday night. Bobby Pierce, who gets around that racetrack about as well as anybody, yep. holds off Shannon Babb. For a win, and that track never disappoints either. Yeah, they no always do a great job of prepping the uh, Fairbury Speedway, and they did so again on Saturday night. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, thanks everybody for tuning in to the show today. We appreciate it. It's all been brought to you by Rod and Supply. Um, Rod and Supply have been really good to us, haven't they, Kirk? Over the years. Yeah, Bob. Bob's just been a great friend. To he's everybody. a great. He's a great guy. And, again, it's featuring the Power Eye Midwest Lightning Sprints. Again, they're going to be racing on Friday, June 30th, down at CMS. So if you want to get down there and check them out, you can do so down there at CMS in Warrensburg, Missouri. All right, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. we got to let Todd get out of here. He's got to run to the lake. So we'll see you next week right here on Mostly Motorsports. Again, it's all brought to you by Rod and Supply. We'll see you next week.